welcome to Fight or Flight, a podcast about misophonia. I'm your host, Shane Fame Alexander, and here's my story. Last week, I shared the very early signs of misophonia, way before we knew that misophonia was even a thing. This week, Let's travel way back to the fall of 2019. My misophonia is starting to unveil its evil head. The dark side of the disorder is starting to take shape. This is the second episode of Fight or Flight. The fights have begun. In the fall of 2019, life was good. I had just started my podcast, Shower for the Soul, and I had broken free from a toxic work environment. My aunt was living with us on a part-time basis. This means this caused a lot more foot traffic upstairs from my basement apartment. Mom, my aunt, my weekly visits from my two nephews, my sister, and my brother-in-law. Before these stomping sounds never got on my nerves, but for some reason, one day, they started to aggravate me. I spoke to Mom. She said she couldn't do anything as she had to walk around upstairs, and I, and I agreed with her. I asked her if we could do anything to the floors or get a door put in leading to the basement or something to alleviate the sounds. She didn't go for any of these ideas. This caused me to get angry. When it got too busy upstairs, I escaped. I went out, stayed out for most of the day. This worked for a bit, but I couldn't always go out every single day. I had my own things to do, like recording my podcast. The worst was when... The noises happened while I was attempting to record. Some sounds would leak into the show and it would be bare for me to just try to edit them out. And then there were just annoying while trying to create an episode. I couldn't concentrate. If the sounds occurred a lot during the day, I'd get mentally tired. I would just sleep, lay in bed, lights off, not wanting to do anything. Mom wondered what was happening. Why did I become so lazy all of a sudden? I tried to tell her, but she couldn't believe that her walking around would make me feel mentally dull. She didn't understand what was happening with me. I didn't understand what was happening with me. And this caused a rift between the two of us. She thought I was making up excuses. I was frustrated that I had no idea what was happening. And it seemed like no one was believing me. It was a Sunday in November. We started the day off fine. But then the noises began. I got a migraine. I took the lights off in the basement when I was looking for peace and quiet. But mom wasn't cooperating. To be fair, it was a Sunday and her laundry day. Now the laundry room was in my apartment, so she needed to go to and from, which meant her putting on the lights and making some noise while she was around. I asked her if she could put off the loads until tomorrow. She said no. This sparked an argument. It was the biggest argument we had since this whole thing started. It got so bad that I peaced out for a week. I got myself a hotel room downtown London. 
After settling into my hotel room and gathering my thoughts, I sent Mom an email. We were cool. We just both thought it would be better if we took a break from each other. We communicated while I was away, but nothing had really been resolved. She stood her ground in regards to not being able to do anything with the noise issue, and I was standing firm on my point of view. After I returned home to my aunt and my mom, things were okay. Well, let's say good. Some days were pretty good, and then some days were even excellent. Mom and I knew we loved each other, and that's the thing. But this misophonia mystery was making it very hard for either of us to remember how much we actually cared for each other. With every argument, our relationship got worse. This went on for the rest of 2019. Then, 2020 happened. Well, good morning, everyone. This morning, I've declared a state of emergency in the province of Ontario. We're facing an unprecedented time in our history. This is a decision that was not made lightly. COVID-19 constitutes a danger of major proportions. Today, the World Health Organization officially announced that this is a global pandemic. We have been in frequent contact with our allies, and we are marshalling the full power of the federal government and the private sector to protect the American people. This is the most aggressive and comprehensive effort to confront a foreign virus in modern history. I am confident that by counting and continuing to take these tough measures, we will significantly reduce the threat to our citizens and we will ultimately and expeditiously defeat this virus. Lockdown. Stuck in the house with my mother and my aunt. I tried to keep out of the way as they did with me, but the noises, they were still happening and I couldn't escape. I tried to take walks, but I could only stay out for so long. I mean, there was nowhere to go. There were more fights than flights until this one argument that took place on April 26th. That was the day I left. I got an Airbnb not too far away from home and stayed there for a couple of weeks until the house lost its Wi-Fi and I had to be moved to another spot down the street. All in all, I was gone for a month. It was the most life-changing, growing months of my life. I learned a lot about myself. I became more appreciative of my mother. I felt independent and adored privacy. But since I could only afford the lavish getaway for so long, I needed to get back home. I needed to face her, my mother. I went back home on June 2nd. As part of the agreement of me moving back in, I was able to use the garage as my creative spot, or like my man cave. This is where I'd paint and work out, two of the hobbies I took up while I was away. They both helped and continue to help with my mental health. Slowly but surely, Mom and I were mending our ties. We were getting along. When things were getting loud in the basement, I'd move to the garage. I also found a job, and that was keeping me busy, and I 
and enjoyed it. So there wasn't really any time to concentrate on what was irking me a couple of months prior. The summer came and went, and then last weekend of August, we had one big argument that led to my eldest sister suggesting that I should be moved to a long-term facility. This was the last straw. While mom and I were basically on better terms, or well, maybe good terms, there was still a lot of anger I had towards my sister and the whole situation. Mom and I knew that it was imperative that I move out, or else this would never be solved. We needed our space from each other. And this is what we did. I found an apartment in October of 2020. Now it's time for the daily. At the end of each episode, I'll fill you in on what's happening today when it comes to my misophonia battle. On October 25th, I was having a productive morning. I was paying bills, taking calls, sending emails, coffee, you know, and then the phone rang. It was my daughter. So let's back up for a second. I had an MRI done the previous weekend. Hi, Shane, she said in her regular warm greeting. Just looking at a report, the good news. Wait, the good news? Does this mean there's bad news? Uh-oh. She informed me that overall my brain looks fine. No tumors. However, I found a trophy at the front of your head. What's a trophy? Why is this concerning? Why is it the bad news? She let me know that there is no reason for concern. Yeah, right. But she advised she'll be looking at a neurologist in London for me to see, just to be safe. She said that she hasn't seen this in anyone my age. If I were 20 years older, she wouldn't give it a second thought. She just thought it's something to look at given my age. She told me that she'll follow up or the neurologist will call me directly in the next few days. It's been three weeks and I haven't heard anything. The call reminded me of when they gave a cancer diagnosis in movies. Everything after atrophy was a blur. I mentally muted her and my anxiety kicked in. I went through the motions. Asked her one very important question, though. Is this the reason for my misophonia? She doesn't know. The neuro will tell me more. As soon as I hear from them. After playing Armchair MD, I found that this can cause compulsive actions. OCD is attached to misophonia. So I dug further. The prognosis has me scared. It's the unknown. The scary unknown. After digesting the news, I told mom. She said something that usually just diagnosed cancer patients are told. At least she got it early. Next week, just as I thought life was grand, the misophonia returns. I share the fate of living in the basement unit of a three-story commercial building shared with a massage spa right above me. Thank you for checking out this week's episode of Fight or Flight. I shared my story with you this week. If you'd like to share your story with me, please drop me a line. You can reach me at hostshane at gmail.com or find me on Instagram at shanefamecom or famefriends. 
On Twitter, it's Fame Friends Pod. And search Shower for the Soul on Facebook. Thanks again for dropping by, and please leave a comment and a rating. Stay well and chat soon. This has been a Fame and Friends production.